Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She chooses ambition and is proud of it, but strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony. An alpha female puts herself first, sticks to her priorities, but nurtures relationships with all the people in her life. So let's get started. This episode is sponsored by my autoimmune healing guide. So if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I have talked about a thriving with MS guide for those newly diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I have my building blocks of health guide, and then I created the work-life harmony worksheet. So all are based on very similar principles of taking care of ourselves based on the five health building blocks, which I call them, which are nutrition, supplements, exercise, sleep, stress, and reducing your toxic load. So in the autoimmune healing guide, I've added um, a bit more information for those who are newly diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. It gives you kind of a, a tour of how to take care of yourself and empower you to take care of yourself in a different way than maybe you have before. So it's got book recommendations, podcast recommendations, time management on how to start optimizing different aspects of your life, um, specifically around nutrition, supplements, exercise, sleep management, stress management, and reducing your toxic load, as well as time management tips on how to prioritize and how, how to schedule it out. So if you want to go over to bit.ly autoimmune healing guide to download your free guide today, I would absolutely love that. And if you don't have an autoimmune disease, but you know someone who is newly diagnosed, I would really love if you could share um, this podcast episode with them so that they can download it for themselves. If you're listening to this show, you've been drawn to being inspired on how to create work-life harmony in your life. And by now, you're probably aware that I'm a doTERRA essential oil wellness advocate, but I'm stepping into this role in a much louder way this year. I'm obsessed with essential oils as simple self-care tools in our toolkit. doTERRA is the only company who sources essential oils by finding the best place in the world that the original plant grows through something called co-impact sourcing. They have incomparable transparent testing practices to create therapeutic grade essential oils and they have a heart of gold through their charitable division, Healing Hands. If you haven't had a chance to sample doTERRA essential oils yet, I'd love to send you a few samples. So email me at robinbaldwin at gmail.com and put in the subject, I want oils, so we can start to chat around what your body is currently craving in the self-care department. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, episode 164. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we have our second episode in the success series. And when the assistant for Miss Janisha Alora, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, reached out, uh, I was a little bit hesitant uh, because of, to be completely honest, uh, the use of the English speaking language. And this is a podcast where we speak English, but 
I checked out a whole bunch of videos of Janisha and I absolutely love her presence. And while English is not her first language, she did an amazing job. And I think it was amazing to connect from across the world and bring you a different perspective than some of my usual guests. So Janisha Alora is former Miss Singapore and Southeast Asia woman of excellence in 2010. She's the founder of Soul Rich Woman, the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia that connects more than 12,000 women across the region. She has presence in seven countries, including Singapore, Malaysia, Philippines, Vietnam, and Indonesia. Prior to this, she was an owner of a cafe retail chain with presence in three, com- in three countries and successfully exited to a public listed company. She's profiled in CNBC and China Daily. Janisha is also an expert public speaker and has spoken in recent major events, including the Rise Conference in Hong Kong, Success Conference in Expo Asia 2018 in Hanoi, and National Achievers Congress in Manila. So I'm excited for you guys to hear this conversation. Please let me know what you think about it on Instagram, of course, over at Robin Baldwin. So let's get into the show. Welcome, Janisha, to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on your show. I'm so excited to chat with you. Um, You are my first Asian to actually appear on the show. I was thinking about this, and um, I was so excited when your assistant messaged me because I realized that I, uh, I, I don't have a massively like broad guest audience. So I am so excited to talk to you and kind of get your perspective on what an alpha female means to you. So when I sent over the definition, what did you think of it? And how do you see yourself as an alpha female? When I saw your definition on alpha female, I thought it was really, really good. Uh, For me, my definition of an alpha female is basically someone who don't uh, take shit personally. You know, every negative thing any person has told you was only because something wasn't sitting right within them. And that's why they are projecting on you. So it has nothing to do with you, right? And someone who is successful, independent, who loves the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. And she stays ready to achieve success. And she keeps going and won't stop until she's finished. And then she's never satisfied and she never settles anything for less. She wants to just speak her mind, you know, get her voice out and is really uh, independent uh, as a boss lady. I love what you say, like doesn't take shit from anyone. Did Is that something that you have always done or is that a skill that you had to learn? Well, it was a skill for sure because when because I started working at a very young age because my family financially, we were not sound. So at 14 years old, I had to support myself through school. So during the time when I was out working, you know, people will criticize me like, you know, you know um, you're so young. What, what can you do for me? Because I was teaching yoga, aerobics and line dancing as a way uh, to, to feed myself and put food on the table, right? And because I was so young, the people in the participants in the class sometimes weren't as uh, forgiving, you know. So I, I do suffer from some some feedback here and there. And then along the way, I, I told myself, okay, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. So just keep walking. And that's how I built my resilience over time. Mm, that's cool. Um, yeah, I love that it 
we, t- we talked early on in the podcast, probably like year one about how confidence is a muscle, but you did de- like you develop it. Um, and it's something that you actually have to work out. So you actually have to do the thing that maybe intimidates you or scare you, or, um, you've never done before to push yourself out of a comfort zone to actually develop the confidence. Like, Oh yeah, I can actually do this. And, um, I think, have you, are you familiar with Brene Brown? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. So I absolutely love, uh, and her quote about like, uh, I'm not willing to entertain any criticism from someone who's not in the ring. Um, I totally butchered that quote, but it's like, I'm not willing to entertain criticism from someone who is not doing the things that I'm doing in terms of building a business or taking care of my health or teaching fitness classes. Cause if they're not the ones actually doing it, then how can they criticize it? Yeah, precisely. They have never walked a mile in our shoes. Uh, usually they have no right to, you know, make certain comments, but whatever they can say, as long as you are aligned with your heart and your mind, then you are complete. So I started the podcast to change the conversation around work-life balance. So work-life balance is very much a, I believe, a Western world um, phenomenon, but let us know if it's something that exists in Asia as well. But I, I changed the language to be work-life harmony because I had a friend come on the show and she's like, it's not about balance. It's about embracing no matter how much work or life you put into your overall lifestyle design. Um, and then just picking your priorities and staying true to them. So is this a concept that's very much Western world? Well, over in Asia, we also believe in work-life balance. In fact, just in Singapore alone, where I'm at, uh, the, the government do promote, um, you know, work-life balance, five days work week uh, instead of six days. You know, some people, they work, um, you know, from home. So we are promoting a kind of embracing culture where you can have work and can have play at the same time and promoting family values where you're balancing your your Yourself, your spouse and your kids. Well, for me, um, having a work-life harmony simply means that being able to have priority in the things that I pick and choose and still be able to be fully in the present. What I find truly amazing is that when you live your life, you can't just put your soul behind you and then move your body forward without two being in one. So when I do my life, I am fully present in the moment. I'm always listening to my team members. You know, I am fully present running my uh, network, Soul Rich Woman. You know, you're always there. And that's how I gain my work. Uh, life, you know, harmony, I would say. Um, Do I play much? Well, I play in my own way. Uh, I don't really play like um, play, play. But for me, my play would be being alone because I'm I'm an introvert, right? So even though I I run a network, but I'm truly introvert. uh, Whenever I have time, I just want to be on my own, you know, to read my book or to, you know, to to go for a swim and, and just do stuff on my own, right? So to recharge the energy because we can't give what we don't have. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's interesting when, um, someone has a notion that the, the life portion has to be like pure play or social gatherings. Whereas for introverts, life sometimes means just taking moments to ourselves where, you know, we aren't in the work bucket, but we're in, uh, yeah, like taking one to two hours to read or, scheduling in the self-care 
uh, or maybe it is going out for coffee uh, or tea with a girlfriend and catching up because you haven't seen them in a while. But like that life bucket is so broad and it can mean anything for, for different people. Yeah, for sure. Um, so did you ever subscribe to a time where you thought both had to be equal? Um, and did you ever have an aha moment? Maybe it was like one of the reasons why you became an entrepreneur where you were like, I need to be able to create uh, my own life. For me, because I had to work at a very young age, I never really saw, I mean, and there was never really a work-life balance per se because uh, when, you know, when I was very young, you know, 5 a.m. I had to wake up in the morning to go to school. And then by the time I finished school, is like 1 p.m. By the time I finished my project work, 4 p.m. And then I take a short break and then I'm off conducting my other my yoga classes or fitness classes, right? So by the time I reach home, it's about 11 p.m., 10 plus 11. And then but I haven't finished my homework yet. And by the time I finished everything, I was totally exhausted. And that went on for many years. And my health was pretty much affected. So over the years, as I grew, I realized that, you know, that's that of course I do. There must be a balance between survival and you know really taking care of my uh, education and then you know putting uh, food on the table. So eventually, you know, I learned how to multiply my time, to leverage on time to make more within a single hour, and that's what caught me on to become to become an entrepreneur, right? And then that's how I um, see life as it is, never really balanced. But like what your friend, your friend has said or what you have said as well, it's all about harmony. As long as you're being, doing and having every single moment, you're living in the present, I really believe that nothing can really break you yeah, or re- really um, make you uh, go uh, really in the downside. Mm -hmm. I think that's also why I built into the definition that as long as you're happy and healthy, no matter how much time you put in either bucket, it's fine. But the happy and healthy is so important because um, if you are, you know, spending a majority of your day working and that lights you up, you're passionate about it, you're happy. Uh, but if your health is suffering, then uh, I do believe that there's something wrong with that. So uh, can you maybe share how you learned to take better care of yourself when you realized it was affecting your health? Well, I had gastric. So this is a very common problem. I mean, we don't eat regularly, uh, especially I was in school the last time. Uh, Over the years, I learned to eat a little bit more regular, of course, as well as taking supplements to, you know, uh, kind of like regain my health. And I was very fortunate that I won Miss Singapore in 2006. And that really changed my life because um, there were a lot of so-called sponsors. And remember, I, I didn't have a lot of money back then. So this this life-changing moment actually did open gateways for sponsorships, you know, people, uh, you know, brands sponsor me, uh, supplements and, you know, took care of my health as well. So the entire journey started was, you know, when they they really taught me how to eat right and do right. And that's when I also learned not to overcompensate for our um, my life, you know, because I find it because of my work and my so-called, you know, to be able to contribute back to my family, I overcompensated to be more over-masculine, right? I mean, I believe you have heard this concept before, you know, it was kind of like the guy in the girl and not being a girl girl. So I feel that this, this kind of energy do need to be balanced out with health as well because knowing our identity, knowing who we are and not 
overcompensating is important as well as part of the health regime because it's mind, body and soul. So that uh, over time, I recognize that through all this um, support that I got from the new newfound me and a newfound network. And that's how I started to eventually bridge it over, empowering myself more and becoming successful because the power is within you. This is, uh, it's fascinating how all of my topics kind of weave together. So the, the series of podcast episodes that were um, on in May and June was around masculine and feminine energy. And the, the alpha female brand is technically, and I didn't create it this way, but alpha is very masculine energy and female is very feminine energy. And when you have a harmony, harmony between the two energies, um, you also function better. So it's fascinating that you say that, um, and we just finished this series, but, um, what would you, what would you actually call it in your culture? Cause in some of the episodes we've been talking about how, um, some cultures talk about it versus like sun and moon energy, yin and yang. Um, uh, in Hindu, it's like Shiva and Shakti. Uh, so in your culture, does it have a name or uh, you're just calling it masculine feminine? From, from where, where I got this concept from was I actually studied psychology of vision. So during this time, I went through a series of healing um, and I look within myself, you know, and all the, we, we let go of the guilt and shame and things like that. So the concepts that were exposed to me were masculine and being feminine. And, you know, the concepts of whether is it in balance, in harmony, or was it in uh, like power struggle? Do you have like over, overcompensation and, and stuff like that? So it was through this um, journey of mine that I eventually became stronger and unleash the more, I would say, potential from within. Hmm, that's cool. All right. Let's get into talking about what are you most passionate about? I am most passionate about helping women to achieve their success in their life, business and health, right? Especially for women who love the F word being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. I had ran a cafe retail chain in uh, for the last four years and we exited to a public listed company owner. Um, during the time when I was doing a cafe retail chain, you know, I was in Singapore, in Malaysia, in Indonesia, I still, my heart was still with women. Because back in 2006, when I won Miss Singapore, you know, the whole the whole thing about helping women to, you know, be more confident and be more amazing, being fabulous, was the key concept that, you know, to transform a woman's life. Because when a woman's life is transformed, her entire community benefits. And now that I run uh, the network, Soul Rich Women, we are helping women to go from offline to online, to build their digital marketing, to look into their branding and while making a positive impact in the world. So the whole journey of mine, I feel that I'm very complete right now because I am totally living my purpose and my passion and my calling because I feel very aligned. I wake up every morning. I know exactly what I have to do. I know exactly what I must complete, you know, it's like there's no sense of, oh, I'm, I'm lost or I don't know where to go. It's like every day it's like I keep moving forward and I know exactly the steps to take to, you know, keep, keep going. Mm, that's cool. So you call Soul Rich Woman um, a network, but and other than empowering women to move from offline to online, what else would you say is like the, the sole purpose of the network? 
Well, the sole purpose of the network is about the F word. <laughs> Back to fa- fabulous. <laughs> yeah, being fabulous, having freedom. freedom and financial independence. Because after mentoring and coaching thousands of women uh, for more than 13 years, I realized that women can't just do business alone. Just like, oh, it's all about business. You know, it's all about this. You know, it's very masculine. It's too, it's like too much. So we need to talk about women loving ourselves. You know, where's your self-love, your self-care and how do you look you know, bring your confidence from within. Financial independence is more of, you know, having a voice and knowing that when you have, you're able to make your own money, that's when you know that you you have a say, you have a choice. So don't be a victim and say, oh, no, I have no choice in my life. I've not, there's nothing I can do. There is something you can do. If you are financially independent, there are choices that you can make. You can take care, um, you can buy more things for your kids. You can go for a pampering session for yourself, hire a helper, and then, you know, outsource your household chores and then, you know, have an extra two hours to do something for yourself. So for women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. Hmm, That's cool. What's interesting is um, one of the podcast episodes talking about masculine and feminine energy, my guest Betsy Milne brought up that there's something called the divine and the wounded. And that uh, when, when a woman or even a man plays victim, so, you know, has the victim mentality, like, woe is me, my situation is so horrible, I can't get out of it, like, must be nice to make money, then they're actually um, in their wounded feminine energy. But to empower someone um, that like, uh, being paid your, uh, what you're worth, and uh, asking for the sale, uh, and becoming an entrepreneur, those are very much masculine energy traits. And so bringing someone out, out of the victim mentality, um, into owning their power is very much like pulling or, or guiding them into their masculine energy. So that's, um, that's cool that you are doing that in your corner of the world. So you're on the series about success. And the reason why I was curious about this is I remember someone asking like, what does success mean to you? I'm like, oh, great, another definition I've got to create. Uh, So I was like, why don't I just have a whole bunch of amazing guests on my show and they can just help me define success. So what does success mean to you, Janisha? Well, to me, success is not about glorious wins. It's about taking a step back and letting other women shine as well. You know, build a network and these women can leverage and jump on my shoulders, you know, they can leap off and go towards the dreams they've ever truly imagined. So that to me is what is success because it's not just about, you know, you and me, 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 you know, I've really moved my attention over the last few years over and out of me to focus on other women. And when I see uh, more women achieve their success, whether is it in their F word, the three F words. To me, that that is a lot of satisfaction, a lot of joy, and I cannot get enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So let's get into some of the details of how you take care of yourself so that you can be successful. Um, how do you nourish yourself? I take long walks. I take my long walks to clear my mind and to just be in tune with my body. 
because every day my brain is like running, right? And long, long walks up to an hour around my estate really helps me to um, relax and be in tune. Because for me, nourishing sometimes, to me, it's not just about food or, or stuff like that. For me, it's very important that I am aligned because once I'm out of alignment, I cannot function. So that's why my key is always to keep myself aligned. Awesome. And um, other than walking, do you have a weekly movement or exercise routine? I pretty much walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, That's another theme that has been very much consistent in most of my guests. Uh, I haven't really asked the, the fitness question in a while, but for an entire season, all of my guests were coming on and they had been like hardcore into fitness. And we're in a season of life where they realize that like they, they were pushing their bodies too much. And they're like, now I just love going for a long walk. I'm like, that is amazing. It's just a, it's funny that that's what I'm attracting onto the show. Yeah. I find that walks are very therapeutic, you know, and then with the music on and you're just, you know, in tune with yourself and there's nothing else in the world that matters. And of course, don't keep looking at your phone for the messages, you know, just switch off the airplane mode, you know, and then just be with yourself. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so if you've built up any stress for the day, uh, and you've already gone for a walk, do you have any other kind of stress reducing habits? Stress reducing habits? Well, nothing much, pretty much. I just, uh, tune out for a while, watch maybe a couple of, uh, um, movies and then I just tune back in. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of escapism. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. What piece of advice would you give a young 20 something emerging alpha female? Power is within you. At your age, you know, just go for it. Be a go-getter. Go and do life, you know. Don't hold back because this is your peak and this is the time that, you know, you, you are just exploring and never be afraid to make mistakes. Never be afraid to fail. Mm, that's awesome. Um, is there any pain point or something that you're problem solving around in your life right now? Right now, we... Uh, problem solving um, for women, helping them to to know that there is a possibility to have all the three F words. Because um, when we meet a lot of women, they are giving, they are in, especially in the, our side of the world, I'm not sure about your side, but in Southeast Asia, because we are in seven countries and um, our network, we travel, we travel a lot. And the women... Here, some of them are still, you know, giving to their husbands, their their kids, you know, but they're not really taking care of themselves as much yet. So we are doing a lot of uh, work as well, helping women to say that, okay, can you have self-care and have a side hustle at the same time? Can you do business and have self-care at the same time and self more self-love at the same time you know can you have um, harmony or balance in these areas you know so that you can not not only just have one f you can have all three f's it's like you can have it all rather than say i should have one or the other so this concept um is something that we are doing and we are promoting and we are helping other women uh through soul rich women as well i think it's a universal problem that women um, are just universal caretakers. And we take that role very seriously, but then it's one of the reasons why we give so much of ourselves and struggle to put ourselves first. And it's another reason why I built into the definition that an alpha female puts herself first, like period, end of story. 
um, I used to have in the definition that it was an alpha female puts herself first so that she can have more energy for everyone around her, but that's still her over giving. Um, so yes, a great, but a, like a byproduct is more energy for those around you, but you to take care of yourself first means that, uh, you do have more time, freedom, financial freedom to impact your family, your community, the city that you're in, the country that you're in, et cetera. Mm. And also one of the things I always, because our, our Asian culture, we're a little bit more conservative. So we, we don't really give compliments or receive compliments very well. So this is something that uh, we also talk about in our community, which is, you know, be collaborative, you know, be open to just, you know, praise and, uh, you know, support one another, come together as one because alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Hmm, I absolutely love that. Well, it's been such a joy chatting with you. I have one last question for you, but will you tell our listeners what is your definition of happiness? Wow. My definition of happiness is keep going until your bank account looks like your phone number. <laughs> Just, just joking. <laughs> and you know what's really funny is that I'm pretty sure your phone numbers are a lot longer than what they are in North America. So <laughs> we have to like keep that in mind that phone numbers in Asia are much, much longer. <laughs> yeah. But really, my happiness is all about being confident and being who you are, being able to live a life of your purpose, I mean, my purpose, my my calling, my fulfillment, and being able to have it all. For me, it's all about that. And that's why I really feel that when I branded the platform as Soul Rich Woman, for me, it's like all encompassing of what I truly am and, you know, giving it forward, paying it forward to the other women out there in the world. Awesome. And if uh, any of the listeners wants to connect with you further, is the best place for them over at soulrichwoman.com? Yes, it's uh, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com, soulrichwoman.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me on your show. So after three years of recording the Alpha Female podcast, I did a thing. I created a Patreon page. So over the sabbatical from January to March, I started listening to the Sick Boy podcast and they have the best way of telling their listeners to go support them on Patreon. And I, re I realized after listening to them that there's no reason why I can't ask for your support. So hosting a podcast, putting a podcast out there can be expensive. If I were to total up all the expenses for the past three years, I would probably gulp looking at the total amount because hosting the podcast on Libsyn and using a podcast editor, those costs add up. So I am kindly asking you if you would support me by pledging to become a Patreon supporter of the Alpha Female Podcast. So you head over to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Alpha Female Podcast. And there's different pledge areas or tiers. So you can pledge as little as $1 a month, as little as $3 a month. I've got a $5 one and a $10 one. So pledging $1 a month gets you access to our Alpha Female Pack Facebook group. 
If you pledge $3 a month, you'll get access to the Alpha Female Pack, a shout out on the show, and I would love to send you a doTERRA essential oil sample of your choice. So you get to pick from my entire collection what you'd like to try, and I'll send it over to you in the mail. If you pledge over $5 or more a month, I've got some pretty cool um, incentives. So you'll have to go and check out the page. And then especially for the $10, um, just check it out and let me know if those incentives make sense to you. This is my first time doing this, so I'd love to learn from you. If you even have your own Patreon page, let me know what um, type of edits you may want to see. And we'll go from there. So let's see how this works. Please support the show. I would very much appreciate it. For the listeners of the Alpha Female Podcast, Audible is now offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so you can check out their service. There's some amazing books like You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero or The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash alpha. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash alpha for your free audiobook. This episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. It's the most popular mushroom product on the market, and I've actually been drinking their Shaga tea even before they sponsored the Tim Ferriss podcast. So I figured it was about time I got you guys a beautiful discount so you could snag your own mushroom coffee, tea, or hot cacao mix. I'm obsessed with the Shaga mushroom tea. I drink it in the afternoon for a really high dose of antioxidants. And then the hot cacao mix with reishi mushrooms is my favorite for an evening treat if I have a sweet tooth craving. So use the promo code alphafemale at checkout for 10% off and you can shop on their website at foursigmatic.com. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast up of choice. Go do it now before changing to the next episode and just leave me a rating and review. It'll help other alpha females find this podcast and join in on the conversations. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com and join us next week for another inspiring chat. Have a spectacular day.